Defended by Simmons. Is this the Tiger? Hello and welcome back to the Battleborn Raptors podcast. I'm your host as always, Joshua Nsamo, here to talk to you guys today about your favorite team in the NBA, your Toronto Raptors, who just defeated the Philadelphia 76ers 119-114 to to improve their record to 47-33 and on the year and currently sit 5th in the Eastern Conference. The Toronto Raptors earned themselves a playoff spot on Tuesday night's victory against the Atlanta Hawks. They confirmed themselves that they will not be in the play-in. So that is a win in itself. But man, is this team looking like it's ready to make a move for a deep playoff run. And by that, I mean by tonight's victory against the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, when you look at this game, of course, no Fred Van Vliet as he was out tonight with his right knee soreness. No Wantanabe as well, left quad. Oh, no OG and, uh, OG and Anobi. Sorry, I've been recording a lot of podcasts today. My voice is kind of messed up, but no OG as well, right quad uh, contusion. But for the ra- for the 76ers, besides Bassey, they were fully they were fully good to go in this one. They came into Scotiabank Arena ahead of the Raptors. They still are by two wins but you know Embiid, Harden, everybody the 76ers were the favorite but the Raptors matched that credit to Pascal Siakam how many times have I said that this year 37 points 11 rebounds 12 assists two steals just an awesome performance from him Joel Embiid did well too 30 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 block. But this Raptors team, the reason I'm taking so much from this win is because we look at the standings. And we all say, well, do you want Milwaukee? Nope. <laughs> do you want Miami? No. I think I think a lot, as much as I respect the 76ers, I think they're a great basketball team. I do. I actually don't mind and be to a certain degree. I think in terms of talent and fun to watch, like that stuff, respectable. But this is not the same 76ers team we saw with Simmons, so I don't have that same level, the same level of hate for them. But out of all teams in the playoffs, this is the team I want to match up against. I do, because I think with the best coach in the NBA here in Toronto, Nick Nurse, he has figured out a system without us having a big ourselves to match up with him to figure out Joel Embiid. And we saw that tonight. Precious Achua played 40 minutes, 20 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, and a block. Scotty Barnes. Without Scotty Barnes, and Scotty Barnes, let me be clear, is the rookie of the year. Without Scotty, this team is not in fifth. They do not clinch a real playoff spot instead of the play-in. Not even close. Scotty Barnes' emergence after being picked just last draft class, just from the last draft class to make an impact as much as he has this season. Incredible. 13 points in this one, 10 rebounds, two assists, no steals or blocks, but Scotty Barnes and his emergence is so important for this Raptors team. And he is that X factor. How good this team does in the playoffs is going to be on him because if he 
can be that double-edged sword that we've seen all season long, that weapon on offense and the athleticism when defending. This guy is going to help this Raptors team go the distance. And, you know, I brought up the old Pistons a lot on this podcast for a lot of people that tell me from the States, your Raptors are never going to win, all this stuff. No, no, no. This team, they're dedicated to the defensive side of the ball. If they can play to their system and they're all on their game and they're all playing up to that structure and that style and how they preach that they want to play, this team could beat anybody in the East. They could beat anybody in the East. So, Birch played pretty well, but Gary Trent, 41 minutes, 30 points tonight, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal. Gary Trent as well, he's another X Factor. If we see the Gary Trent that deserves to start, that he's on fire like tonight, dropping 30 points, he's shooting the ball with confidence, he he just has that magic in his step. We've seen it at different points in this year. If he could bottle up that momentum and use it throughout a whole playoff series and the longevity of a long playoff run oh man this Raptors team is dangerous and I told you my favorite thing about this Raptors team is yes a lot of people are critical they don't have that number one guy they don't have that big star that big focal point but they have a bunch of pieces every starter on that basketball court for the Toronto Raptors wearing the black and red threads are damn good at this sport and that makes up for not having that focal point Yes, down the line, I would love to see them add, whether that's via free agency. I've seen some weird trade offers for Rudy Gobert on social media about potential offseason moves this summer. Rudy Gobert in Toronto, I think, would be perfect. The commitment to the defensive side of the ball that Rudy Gobert has, he would fit so well here in Toronto. But this team, right now, going into the playoffs in a couple weeks, looks like it's ready to compete. And... You know, Chris Boucher, he's going to have to take a big role like we saw last year into the playoffs because when Boucher's on his game, like you saw tonight, 24 minutes, 7 points, 3 rebounds, 3 blocks. Yes, he's not putting up the numbers we saw last year. I just mentioned that. But if he can take that step, and we already know what's inside him, and I have a huge soft spot for Boucher because he's an Oregon guy, and that's my NCAA school. But if he could just take that, into the playoffs. Then you start to look at this Raptors team. They have the bench piece. Malachi Flynn has been a lot better in the second half, although he only played 12 minutes last night for four points and one assist without Fred Van Vliet. Remember when Van Vliet first had the knee soreness about a month ago and how well he played for us? Malachi Flynn, yes, his dad was critical about this organization and all that stuff, but when he's on his game, he's a good piece to this team and he's important. So I like Malachi Flynn a lot. Delano Banton didn't get any time. No Champagne, no uh, time, sorry. No Brooks, Bonga, or Johnson. Um, you know, I th- I'm sorry, I messed up uh, Champagne's name. <laughs> so my, I've been recording episodes on episodes for you guys. Blue Jays, Leafs, Raptors, Argos, TFC. <laughs> like My tongue is destroyed. But like I said, this team is electrifying. They just aren't. They, there is no team that I'm scared of right now in the playoff picture. Like, I'm just being real. Um, Yeah, Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks in the play-in might be scary. I would not want to play them in a series. We saw what they did last year. But you look at the top, Miami Heat, 52-28. and Yes, that's probably, you know, the second opponent I don't want. Number one is clearly Milwaukee for me. 50 wins, 30 losses this year. They're two games back in first place. But Giannis, you know, they have a bunch of guys that know how to score in the playoffs. They know what it takes to win. They are the reigning champions. I would probably take the Heat despite how much 
um, you know, respect I have for Kyle Lowry in Miami. But the Boston Celtics are a team that, you know, I'm not that afraid of. Robert Williams down with injury. We just beat them here at Scotiabank Arena the other night. It was loud, loud last Monday. Or, uh, sorry, the Monday before that. You know, I, I'm, I don't fear Boston as much as when they're healthy. And then Philadelphia, I just said, that's probably the matchup I want the most out of the top four here. I think we could beat the 76ers. I, I think we really can beat Philadelphia. So Boston or Philly is my ideal matchup. But you look at the teams down here, the Bulls and Cavs and Hawks and Nets. And the only team that I really don't want to play is the Nets because I find like the Nets are just that one game away from putting all their pieces together to becoming a good basketball team. They're 42-38, and 38, 10 games back of first place. They have been battling injuries, guys sitting out, COVID stuff and vaccination statuses, all that stuff. I feel like in the playoffs, this team is just one game away from putting all the pieces in place of their puzzle. And yes, they're going to have to play in the play-in rounds. The Hornets are looking in. The Wizards are outside now. But the Hornets, Hawks, Nets, Cavs, you know, that looks like the ideal almost confirmed for it's going to be tough. It is. And the Bulls, you know, seven games back of first place. They had a hot start this season. Lonzo Ball is expected to be done for the year. So this team is battling injuries as well. They haven't had that much of a stronger second half compared to the early start. But this is a very, very stacked Eastern Conference. One we're not used to seeing all that much uh, compared to looking at the the West is like, wow, you got Phoenix up top, then the Grizzlies, Warriors, Mavs, Jazz, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Clippers, Pelicans, Spurs, then the Lakers who are not making the playoffs this season. Um, you know, who would have thought that, right? And with the play-in round that the Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs. Wow. LeBron, Russell Westbrook, AD, you know, Malik Monk. Wow, to see them not even make it into the plans like really mind-blowing but let's stay focused on the east here the raptors believe it or not actually have the best record in the east over their last 10 games the raptors are eight and two the second best team for that is the celtics at seven and three uh actually the, the hawks are seven and three as well but you know the raptors eight and two best team out of the recent stretch here they just got to keep building off it that's what's going to be important if they can string these final games here with some wins, then going into the playoffs, they're going to have that groove. And they get two beatable opponents in Houston and New York, obviously the Knicks. So the Rockets, you know, it's here in Toronto. How much do I really got to tell you about the Rockets? 20-60 and 60 record, 15th in the West. Uh, the, the Raptors are minus 11.5 favorites um, on the spread. So... You want to take the Raptors by 11? <laughs> I think I would take that. Uh, obviously, notable mention, though, for the Rockets is Kevin Porter this year. 15.1 points per game, four rebounds, six assists, one steal, and a block average. Um, no Wood. He's out with uh, a hamstring injury out for the season. No Dennis Schroeder. He's out for the season as well with a shoulder injury. OG Ananobi, I don't expect to play in this game. He's still out with that thigh. Chu will be a game-time decision with his knee. But one thing I'll give credit to the Houston Rockets is they play fast. They're actually first in the league in pace. Um, their field goal percentage is slightly better than the Raptors. Um, their three-point is actually pretty good. Um, they're seventh in the league. So they're pretty dangerous on the threes. 
but like the rebounds and the free throw percentage and offensive rebounds. The Raptors are second actually now, believe it or not, offensive rebounds, averaging about 13.4 a game. This team is beatable by every means of the definition. This Rockets team is not good. Like they're not good. And like I said, if the Raptors are able to put a couple of these games here down to finish the season to rest easy, like the Raptors are first, second, third, like first again in all these assists, steals, turnovers. Like they are a really, really good basketball team. And especially on transition. That's one thing I'll give them credit on. They beat their opponents, a lot of the top opponents on their transition, the ability of switching from offense to defense and uh, the athleticism built within this roster. You know, there's not a bunch of old guys on here, not a bunch of vets that are one-way players. Everybody I like on this team is committed to the defensive side of the ball first. They are defending first. They're looking to defend, find ways to be effective on the defensive side of things. Then the offense comes later. We know the shooting has been definitely up and down. It's been inconsistent, but if Trent is firing at all cylinders and Van Vliet is throwing the ball up and if they're knocking down threes, then this team is, you know, a real threat. And especially with the offensive rebound numbers, this team, you know, sky's the limit and honestly is. And I look at the East, like I said, it's Boston and Philly who are, you know, probably the projected matchups. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I think Embiid, yes, for a seven-game series is tough. I think every team in a seven-game series is tough. The Boston Celtics with Tatum, like I said, Williams out with injury. The Celtics have struggled with injuries a lot this year that we haven't really got to see the full, full Celtics team and what they can bring. So they're probably a sleeper team in terms of the heavyweight contenders here in the East. But as as a Raptors fan and watching the Raptors play, they, I have no doubt in my mind that they could be successful down the run here and into the playoffs. We know the playing round. I'm expecting Brooklyn to go through. I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, that last spot, though, yeah, I can't really decide. Like, it's it's up for grabs. Um, I think if Trey Young finds a way not to get into the playoffs, it's disappointing. I love watching Trey Young. The swagger he has and what he could bring to a playoff series. Like, last year against New York, like, just his ego and all that. I think he's so fun to watch. And in a world where the Nets and Hawks could get in would probably be the most ideal for, uh, you know, my, uh, I guess, basketball entertainment value. But I think Brooklyn, they have to get in. Brooklyn and Milwaukee as a potential playoff series to open it up, I think would be, wow, that'd be interesting. Um, no matter even if it's the Miami Heat. Like, the Nets are in the play-in, but they have the star power to compete with anybody in the NBA, including the teams in the West. So I'm very high on the Brooklyn Nets still, I told you. I think they're just that one game away from putting it all together and being a real good basketball team in this league. And what they can do in the playoffs, it's all that matters is when you get hot. And that's what I mean right now. The Raptors have won eight of their last ten. They're eight and two. If they can find a way to put these two last games in the win column routinely easily, and then they push their, you know, win 10 of the last 12 going into the playoffs, then that should scare other teams because it all matters about when your team clicks and the timing of it. If it's able to click now just on that cusp of making the playoffs, you are going to ride that wave into the postseason. And if you could get out of the first round, 
I always think about it. If you look at the playoffs in the bracket, the first two rounds got to be a sprint. If you go to game seven and round one and round two, and you kill the longevity of, you know, down the stretch run because your guys, you run the risk of injury. Your players are going to get burnt out. And the schedule is condensed in the playoffs. Obviously, you're not traveling as much, but still playing these tough teams, and these are all tough basketball teams in the playoffs, you got to get out of these rounds quick. I think the fastest way the Raptors can get out of the first round, no matter it, who, it's going to be a dogfight for sure. I think they can get out quickly against the 76ers if they play like they did tonight. Just imagine this Raptors team just adding Fred Van Vliet, adding OG Ananobi, adding all the pieces they're missing. This team could be a real complete basketball team and find success against Philadelphia. The Celtics, they are dangerous. They're, I'm a little more scared of them than I am with Philly. Obviously Tatum, but like I said, injuries and stuff over there. And the Boston Celtics' recent playoff stretches and runs haven't really gone their favor. So I don't know if I'm you know watching out for them as much as I would for Milwaukee and Miami. Milwaukee, like I said, they have playoff scores. Giannis is, uh, you know, the big factor over there in Milwaukee. Obvious for that playoff MVP. This guy is a stud. He will score. He's dominant on the court both ways. He could change a series by himself. We saw him on the way to winning the championship in 2019. I do not want to see him again because we know what he did in that series. The first two games when everybody thought the Raptors were done. And Kawhi came back to show who's boss in that series. Um, unfortunately, we don't have Kawhi for that. So, <laughs> I do not want to play Milwaukee and Miami. You know, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Bam out of bio. Like, the, that's a tough team as well. So, I think they're probably my number one. But I do not want to play Milwaukee I mean, and Miami. Just none of them. But you got to play the best of the best in the playoffs. And... I trust this team. I really do trust this Raptors team. I think we have the home crowd. Remember, this is going to be the first playoffs in Toronto since before COVID. Imagine how loud that arena is going to be when the Raptors make the return to the playoffs since 2019 when they won the championship. This fan base is awesome. It's one of the best in the NBA. It's always a sellout when it's playoff season. Um, and it really has a factor and an advantage for the Raptors. And with Nick Nurse leading the charge, the defensive system we got here in Toronto, uh, I have full faith in them. But just to go back to the game against the Houston Rockets, uh, the Rockets, like I said, they're not good. They're arguably the worst team in the league this year. Um, you got to watch out for some players. But the Raptors, even if they do not play much of their stars, they should finish this game routinely, easily. But it's definitely a possible trap game. It's important that the Raptors win this one because we do not want to see them uh, potentially worsen their chances at a certain opponent or any of that stuff. And like I said, just to finish off the season in the win column is always good. The Rockets, extremely beatable. Um, I don't think there's much analysis on them. We all know they are 20 and 60. So let's go Raps. It's in Toronto. It's going to be loud. Uh, let's finish off this season strong because this is our last game of the regular season in Toronto. That's all for me, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Go Raps, go, and let's do some damage in the postseason. Hi, where are you from? Canada. Everybody on the left. Everybody on the right. In the front and in the back. Let them know where you're from. 
rapping everywhere I go. Everybody from the cold. This is where we call it home. Some people I know still have their couches in the plastic. Good people got blasted. 